Welcome to Ballers Watchers, the podcast about the show Ballers on HBO, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Spencer Strassmore, everyone's favorite comedic character and the best comedic actor of all time, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, joining me today, or my name is Michael Kohlberg, your host, and my co-host, my new permanent co-host, guys, we finally settled on a permanent co-host, uh, my good friend, Brian Ward, everybody. Hey, Mike, how are you? Brian, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for becoming my co-host i have just i've i don't know if you you've been following the sort of the rise and fall of ballers watchers over the last couple weeks yeah, but it seems like you've been having a little bit of trouble keeping you know just having a consistent kind of co-host that fits the vibe of the show i a guess series of um coincidences where uh, people have uh, initially agreed to be part of the show and right. then and then um you know they uh, to to uh scheduling conflicts and things like that you know things that happen in, in the biz which is uh short for showbiz which is short for show business um which uh, we're part of um and so yeah so i'm so glad to finally have you here um i mean i feel like you're picking up the slack of all these other guys um as yeah my, i'm happy to be here my new permanent co-host and uh, you're and you're a huge fan of ballers is that right i mean i wouldn't say that i'm a <laughs> like i actually have I haven't really seen it before. We watched the episode what? today. What? That's so weird. Oh, I just assume everyone's a Ballers fan. Like I Yeah, think, I like, mean, I was trying to explain that to you when you were putting it on, but you just kind of I, I get a little giddy when I start yeah. uh, when I start firing up the old HBO machine. I and, can tell um, that you weren't really listening to what I was saying. When I'm I was shaking right you. now just thinking about the opening song. Dun, 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 dun. My favorite part of the opening sequence. You really love the show. You really. Love I'm it. a huge Ballers head, and I'm one of the top um, ranked Ballers commenters in the subreddit community. Wow. Yeah. I had to, well, I did have to start my own subreddit because I was kicked out of the main HBO Ballers. Um, you were posting too much or something? Or I was. Controversial but, ideas? It was a little bit. Yeah, people couldn't really handle my yeah, no, my volume nor my uh, my values that I was trying to bring to the subreddit. And also, uh, there was a minor controversy about um, the, the fact that I was sending some, some people, allegedly, some people accused me of sending harassing uh messages um privately to people who were who were, had a negative people who i just i was trying to engage in conversations with people who about ballers and they weren't uh you know they were like they were like i was like you know if you don't if you, if you don't like the show then maybe i'll come to your house and, I'll, and you know they they didn't oh, you were threatening of, them i wouldn't say it was a threat it was more of a conversation it was more of a it was more of a but you were know, telling them that I you did were gonna say, go to their house. Yeah, I did say I'd go to their house, but that's just because I feel like I'm better face to face. Like as you know, like I mean, I know as, a, as an ardent listener of the podcast that you know, doing it here in the in in my studio. When I I mean, I mean it's a loose term, but um, you know, it's it, the the magic of being in person is just it's a little. I mean, yeah. yeah. So so we are inside a. Um, I, I would describe it as a Denny's. It, it, well, yeah, it, that would be probably the most accurate way to describe it. Um, I don't think they're really happy about us setting up this stuff here. Well, it, it's one of the only 24-hour you know restaurants in this neighborhood, and I think that it's a community is service. There a, is there a connection to Ballers with Denny's as well? Like, is that is there a reason why we're here specifically? You know, I wish they should do an episode here. They should base an episode at Denny's. Um, it's, I, I mean, if there's one thing I would bring to the writer's room, I'd be like, why don't you do an episode at 
you know, Wendy's. Why don't you do like these? You know, I think just it would help show that Spencer Strasmore is a regular guy, like right. everybody, which we already know. But it would be like it would be nice to have take him a more down to earth kind of. He's he's just like us. Puts his pants on one leg at a time. Mm-hmm. Also, the, did any they the staff here? They don't get too mad that I rinse my um, slacks in the sink in the bathroom. Uh, they let me do that. Um, it's really nice of them. I have. Uh, you know, the, the only clothes I own are this this suit that I bought. Um, yeah, you had to get you bought that car, right? Yeah, that was uh, that. They took that back from me. They found they tra- they found me in the Walmart parking lot, and um, I had to give it back because of uh, some paperwork that uh, didn't uh, it wasn't uh, filled out properly. Is what they said, but I just you know I was following their rules, and uh, yeah. So I've been sort of I know I wouldn't say I was living here at the Denny's. I I mean I do try and catch a wink every once in a while, um, but they they'll come right by. They'll wake you up and. Um, <laughs> And uh, so it's been, it's been, they do let me hang around. So thank you for, thank you for. Well, that's good. Hopefully we won't take up too much of their, their time and get them upset at you or anything. If you order a coffee every six or so hours, they let you hang out. You're, you're okay to stay as long as you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good. You have like a home base at least. I would call this. it a home base. I would, a my, studio. A work in, yeah, a live, a live work studio space mm. <laughs> um <coughs> excuse me pardon me <clears throat> um so brian so this is your so first, ballers back to ballers this is your first impression of this show yeah i mean i i did i had a lot of questions we're at what season this is the second season the second season and the episode fourth, four. fourth episode you explain that to me uh just a gut-wrenching episode i don't think i've ever seen anything on tv like this this is a a new direction for ballers it was so emotional it was so so it was i was deeply touched by some of the the, the, the yeah the, you were you were making a lot of noises a lot of different kind of emotional kind of just weeping like, yeah i was weeping pretty it was loud. hard well i mean have you ever seen such a touching moment on television when uh when uh ricky jarrett you know looks at his dad like dad i mean have we ever seen a show where people explore issues between the son and a father this has got to be yeah. the, one of the first times this has ever happened well i mean i don't know if i would it didn't strike me as that deep of a kind of uh are you kidding me a resonating moment to me but can you think of a more profound connection than between a man and his father in terms of things that haven't been explored on television yet like i don't <laughs> think i've ever seen or you know on fi- in filmic in the filmic arts has there been you know something of this magnitude i i, I mean i was touched i feel like if I had seen some other episodes of Ballers. Right. I, maybe it would have more of a profound effect on me, maybe, I guess. I disagree. I, can, I think it's a universal thing that everyone just, you know, you just, you, I, you I, sh- this, I should just get it. You might, yeah, you might want to check to see whether or not you've got a soul. Um, <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, but, you no, know, so, so, Brian, maybe maybe the best way to do this is to take us through the episode. Maybe you could do a recap of the plot. and uh, okay. Because I love, I love seeing this show through other people's eyes. You know, it, I, I love to relive it. So Yeah, so, what, what I happened? mean, I... Uh, you have to bear with me. Like I said, I, I don't know who these characters are, yeah. uh, and I, you were you shushed me a lot whenever I had a question. No, sorry, that's just a so that I could you know kind of just clarify what was happening in the scene. There's so much going on in the show; it is hard to keep track. And I am I'm you know with know, all these plot lines. You're you're really into it, and I didn't want to interrupt too much. But so I, my understanding was that the Rock is some kind of sorry, it's Spencer Strasbourg. Uh, uh, you're right. Uh, 
Spencer Strassmore. Spencer Strassmore. Spencer Strassmore. Yes, he is a. He is a. Uh, he represents athletes somehow. He's a financial manager. A financial manager for ASM, wow. which is that Anderson, did not come across in Anderson the Sports Management, um, which is a division of Anderson Wealth Management. Ah, okay. And so they are, yeah, they are the financial managers of these athletes of these football players because he's a, himself a former athlete. He's a former football player. He's very famous in Miami. And do they make money? How they, do they make money by? Do they get to keep a little bit of the they, money they, if they manage they, it? Yeah, so they they take that money, they invest it, and they keep a little taste for themselves. I see. You know they you know they get a a, a fee. Okay. All right. So for making their clients more so, money. So he he has a a financial management company. Well, he he doesn't own it. He's well, he's, a, he's one of the agents or one of them. He is the lead of the sports division. So there's ASM, which is Anderson Sports Management. He is the SM uh, part of that. He's the sports. So he's in the end of the season one because he'd done such a good job. Anderson gave kind of gave him the keys to the division. Oh, and so he is because he's the because it seemed like in this episode that he was having a hard time. Like it didn't seem uh, like things had been going well for I, the for him. I don't based know. on what I can see. This he is got into it with the with Andy Garcia's character, um, Andre. Andre, yes, who um, I guess owns a bigger company, a much bigger company. He he's is a the shark. Fish. He's the shark. Ooh, I see. I hate him so much. I think they, I see him. And I hate it him. It seems like they stole a client from him, and and now he's going to um, punish them for Swizz, that. Swizz, I believe. Uh, and they tried to get some revenge on him to make him back off, and he was not as afraid of them. You know what? When you mess with the big dogs, they're going to come a barking at you. I think that's how you say that. That's that. Is that that saying? There was also uh, there was also a gentleman who was a football player who mm-hmm. got Which let one? go. Oh, Charles Green. Charles, yes. Charles Green played by Omar Benson Miller. Yeah, the guy who was in 8 Mile. Yes, he was in 8 Mile. Um, he, Yeah, he was released from his team because he had a whole legacy of um, – he was a very good left tackle. But he thought um, – he, he retired, and then he came back. Right. Because he wanted it. And then now he was thinking about coming back again. But the Cowboys, or sorry, the Dolphins, he was playing for the Dolphins. Right. They didn't need him anymore because he was old. <laughs> and so they released him. And that's, it was one of the saddest things I've yeah, ever you, seen on television. Yeah, you looked really upset. Well, like, Charles Green, visual, visually, because he doesn't know who he is without football. I mean, he has his beautiful wife and their child. And, and you know, they, but. She seemed I, nice. She seemed like a nice she, uh, wife. Very she. Supportive. She can be a little, um, you know, pushy, you know, in terms oh. of, although she did, she was, did give a very nice thing in the last episode where she bought a gift for him, which was she, they got his car painted like in camo. Oh, that's, that's a very baller thing to do. It's just, it made so much sense to me. Like, I understand why people want that. Um, but yeah, no, she can be uh, 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 a little bit of a nag. Um, on his, and you know, she doesn't want him to have fun. She doesn't want him to go out and party and because she thinks, you know, like I'm your wife. Like so you if you, be if you out. had your, if you could mix it up a little bit, if you mm-hmm. had a bit of creative control over oh. this program that you like so much, I could dream okay. of nothing more exciting. Would you keep, Char- what's it, what is Charles wife's name? Oh, we don't know. We don't even know what her name is. Well, I mean, Would you I, keep them together? 
Or would you? I would like would to you see set Charles free. Here's what I'd like. Here's what here's what I think any baller would like. You want to have the wife, but you also want to have something else on the side. A little side piece. A little side because you gotta have the wife because she's gonna look after your kid. That's right. But maybe Charles Green could get a little something going on the side. That's what you would like to see. I would like Charles to see it for him just because I think you would line where he's getting where he gets mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. than what mm-hmm. he's gotten so far. He deserves. He's just almost everything, and you know, just because he is, you know, a, a, an old football player, and you know, he's he's had a great career and he's made a lot of money, and almost nothing bad has ever happened to him. I feel bad for him. Yeah, because he loves football. He does love football, and he doesn't know who he. And it was established in the first season that he's not sure who he is without football. That's right. So imagine. So now he's really got to figure that out. Is he rich? Is he a baller already? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So he's not really like. I mean, he is a baller, but he's not like. Uh, it's not going to be the end of the world if he can't play mm, football mm, financially mm. for him. Financially, he'll be fine. And well, but that might be interesting to see what other jobs he might get because we already saw him in the first season. He took a job selling Chevy pickup trucks. Okay, so he's just to get out and do something, just to have something just, to do, just to, just to pass the time. He Literally, sold that's what he did because his wife was like, "Get out of the house, nagging again." <laughs> and so he's out. So he's he was selling trucks. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that was. And then there was also uh, there was a um, a football player who was going to be drafted soon in Florida. This is a new character. We've just met him. This is we've met him for the first time. Uh, his name was. Travis, I want to say it Travis. Was Travis. It was Travis. Yes, yeah. and he and he was down with his. Uh, this is what I I love that little Jason side adventure, and Jason also works with. Jason is an Spencer. agent. They work together because they have a lot of the same clients, and so especially Vernon Littlefield, who we saw who had the broken foot, and Ricky. Oh, Jarrett. so Jason is a sports agent. He's an agent. Yeah, he's a sports agent. He's he, not a financial. He guy. deals with the contracts. Yeah. Right, and like, so he's like a typical sports agent. These guys deal with the money. I guess that's why I was confused. That's what I thought everybody did. It is a very confusing show. Yeah. <laughs> there are it's it like you you need a very high IQ to be able to understand to able to the motivations of these the... characters. They're not yeah, it's not the clearest thing. I have racked my brain for hours just figuring out why do they want what they want? What is the what is motivating each person's move? It's not always clear. Yeah, you seem to really think a lot about like you have a I see like you've got a lot of notebooks. That's true. There. And you know what I had to take everything down the wall off the walls of my apartment very quickly. Um I had it a lot more organized, but uh when I had to relocate here to the Denny's right. for work. Um I it was uh yeah, it was it was it was tough so so some of my stuff's got mixed up a little bit and I've been just you know there's there's always more information coming out. Um, but it, you know, so it's, it's hard to keep following. So I, I'm trying to cut a, a filing system that doesn't necessarily, I, I got a little syrup on some of this stuff. Um, I'm trying to keep that at, at bay, but, um, I, you know, we'll, we'll, the, the, um, Sandra is helping me, the waitress. She, you know, she comes by, she brings a napkin over and I kind of use it as a bookmark and keep Sandra's it nice. She's, she she's is nice. a sweetheart. I wish Sandra would, uh, go on a date with me, but I'm not, I'm afraid to ask her. Um, yeah, I would probably hold off. You don't think I should ask her right now? Not, not while you're working slash living in the Denny's that she works at. You don't think that's, but that's so convenient for her. Like, did someone? I feel like it's a good way to have met, right? 
but, but also maybe not ask her out. Also, probably not do that. I don't think. Uh, you don't Spencer want to make it do? weird while you're here. Why would it be weird? What's weird? You know, just in case. What What happens if she doesn't like? What if she doesn't get ballers? Well, what's what's like? How like what if she doesn't see? You know, what if she doesn't see the need to to take notes? Like you do, like well, then like, I wouldn't. Are a lot then I wouldn't want to be with her. With I wouldn't want to be with someone that's stupid. Exactly right, and you don't. Don't have say to that s- about Sandra. You don't have to see her. This is making me upset. While you're in the Denny's, too, Ugh, you know, I'm upset. Sandra, have you ever talked to Sandra about this? Oh show? no, I mean, I'm. I have not talked to her other than with sort of like a nod. I've not. Oh, you haven't even talk. like given no. her any words or anything. No, 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 no. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the right moment. Like that's what Spencer would do. He would he would wait and then he would strike. Right. He's a hunter. <laughs> and you you liking yourself? I'm a I'm, well. I'm an alpha male like most of the guys on Ballers. Um, that's why I started a podcast. I got to tell you, from the episode I saw today, mm-hmm. he didn't seem very alpha to me. This is. He this seemed is, like he was very. I, uh, he was being crushed under the the thumb of uh, Andre. I am shocked that anything bad has happened to Spencer, considering what they've set up, the expectations they've set up for the show throughout the beginning of the first season and this and into this season up till now, that we've gone for a moment thinking that he might not succeed in everything he does. Right. Is shocking, frankly. <laughs> you weren't expecting that kind of a twist. No. Oh, my gosh. No. You were hoping for more positivity. That's all I want throughout. from this show. Yeah, I'm actually kind of bummed. Uh, this supposed this show supposed to make you feel good. TV's supposed to make you feel good. It's supposed to be inspirational. What happens if if the next episode is even more like cancel sad? Cancel the f- the whole podcast. You might you'll abandon it. What are you going to do with all these notes? Well, maybe what I'll use it actually I'll, I'll I'll start using it as a as a platform to advocate to get back to the roots of ballers. Okay, how it ought to be. So you want it to be like it used to be. I want it to be or like it's just fun. Oh, where it was just pure was fun, just fun and just it was titillating and I was titillated and um, it, the show kind of struck me as a Jerry Maguire cross with Entourage. Yeah, definitely Entourage. Mark Wahlberg is an executive producer. That was the vibe that I got yep. from the show. That's not But it didn't seem like there was a lot of balling going on. Who's you know Jerry Maguire? I mean? Jerry Maguire. What is that? That's uh it's a pretty pretty popular Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise film. Oh, Tom Cruise. He's that guy from Mission Impossible. The Rock yeah. wasn't in any of those ones yet. No, he was not. No, I haven't seen him. Uh, you only watch the Rock movies. I mean, or I'll watch movies ballers. that I, I will. Well, I will watch the Rock movies. Yes, for sure. I've been keeping up. He's um, he's filming Fast Eight right now. Right. Um, he's kind of taking over that franchise as kind of. Uh, he's become the face of the franchise. I mean, ever since uh, Paul Walker died, um, R.I.P. Hashtag. Yeah, you the were Buster. a big Paul Walker fan. I as was well. a huge Paul Walker fan. Um, you know, he was. He just had. How much does it bother you that Paul Walker will never be able to do a cameo on Ballers? Why do you say that? Well, I mean. <laughs> Just because he's dead. Well, that hasn't stopped him from being in the the, the end of the Fast and Furious movies. They've they managed to film the rest of that. And you would you would be okay with that? You, that I think would be yeah, enough you get for you. His, you get his brothers. You get that hologram technology, and then you you use a couple of old clips of him. You know, maybe from the first movie or from you know one of the later movies, 
and you, you cut it together. You'd like that? It's movie magic. Yeah, I think the fans would love to see Paul Walker do a cameo as himself in Ballers, or maybe as his character from Fast and Furious. Well, because here's, if you watch the end of the Fast uh, 7, he his whole story is that he's now, he's not going to do those heists anymore, and he's going to spend time with his family, and who better to spend your, where better to spend your family time than Miami, baby? <laughs> Miami, poppy. Hey, and do, so, do you have it, or some of the notes here, do you have any Paul Walker? There's a rough outline, yeah. Here, let me, let me get this. Hold on, I have this. All the papers are so loose. I'm just trying to find it here. Okay. You should, you got to use a different organizing. Okay, here it is, here it is. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Um, interior. ASM. Spencer looks to Joe. Confused. Spencer. What are we going to do about uh, uh, our, uh, Vernon? His uh, contract is uh, up. It's, it might go south, Joe. We'll just do some cocaine, man. This is I'm doing my best impression of these guys. <laughs> Spencer. Oh, I don't think so, Joe. That uh, I don't think that's a really good idea. Well. Sorry, uh, Joe. Well, uh, what? Uh, maybe we need to bring somebody else onto the file. Enter. Paul Walker. And that's all I've got so that's far. That's all you got there. That's, uh, and then I started drawing. Well, there is a picture here. Uh, I started yeah. drawing up sort of a portrait of, of Paul Walker's face. Uh-huh. And it's pretty good, I think. That's a, yeah, I mean. kind of looks like him. The hair kind of swooping down like that. It's a it's a, um, a picture of a, a man, I think. For sure, you could probably save that. That's a Paul Walker. It looked a lot better. The other one I did, I traced it. That one looked a lot better. I don't know where I, I put it, though. It's, it's somewhere. I lost it. So, I mean, wh- I don't know. I think that was kind of most of the story that we happened talk in this about, episode. Um, well, there was a couple things that we missed. There was, the f- there was a little nugget of The Rock's uh, girlfriend. At the beginning, she said she got a new job. Right, yes, in Connecticut. Well, oh, right. There was an audition for ESPN ESPN in Bristol, which is where the headquarters is, which Mm -hmm. is not Miami, which would present a problem to Spencer. LDR now. Now they're on a a long-distance relationship. (sighs) Potentially. Would that work? Is Spencer that kind of guy? Can he handle that sort of thing? What do you think? Well, I mean, there are so many women in Miami throwing themselves at him, and he does seem to have genuine chemistry like the two actors, I think they have. Like, have you ever noticed that uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson just always, anytime he's on screen with a woman, they have a natural chemistry. <laughs> just him with any woman. Any woman, they just he he just knows how to do that part of acting. It just comes so natural. Same with comedy and like jokes, they come so naturally to him. Yeah, you were laughing. It's a, this a, is a lot funny, of his lines. It's the funniest show on TV. He, I've, I've for he's he's like one of the, he's the greatest comedic actor of our generation. He comes from a, like a he comes from like a the sort of the tradition of like a uh, you know like a Jack Lemon. He's sort of like mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I've never heard that comparison before. He's sort Jack of got Lemon the uh, and The Rock. Oh Dwayne yeah. The Rock Johnson. Oh yeah. Is today's Jack Lemon? I would say it's it's right up there. And I mean, because he can do it all, you know. 
I think they should do a remake of The Odd Couple with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think they should do a remake of... I mean, my stance generally is they should pretty much do a remake of any movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Make a... Make a put The Rock in there and see what he and can do And do another with Kevin it. Hart movie. Him and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart and him could be The Odd Couple? Yeah. I, I feel like that's happening. I feel like that's going to happen. <laughs> I feel like if we looked that up, it would, might even be on... Uh, like, whether... like, But also, obviously, they have guns. Like, that's the other thing that you have to put guns in their hands... Um, and they would be like the odd couple reloaded or something. Does The Rock fight at all in this show? Does he ever get in fights? He has gotten in a few fights. Yeah, he's gotten into a fight with um, T-Swiss, who became his client, which that all worked out. Um, they, got in a, they got a fight on live TV on Jay Glazer's talk show. Oh. Yeah. And um, but these are these are these are scraps. They're bar fights. They're, they're not like they're, action hero fight scenes. No, 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 no. There, there's no there's no imminent threat. That, if there's one drawback uh, from Ballers, if there's one thing that I'd like to see more of on this show, it'd be like an alien invasion threat, or maybe like um, maybe the uh, Spencer could fly a helicopter and rescue people from an earthquake. So you'd really like to bring in just kind of other rock movies, just kind of combine them into one. Yeah, because then you get sort Place. of the the it would I think it would fit. Yeah, yeah, I want to see more like car chases and stuff in Ballers. There isn't enough you know, there's enough moments where he has got I think if Spencer Strassmore started carrying a gun, that would definitely improve the show. Aren't you worried that that would kind of it wouldn't really be kind of a realistic portrayal at all of, of a financial management well, firm no, I mean, anymore though I mean, because they're probably not really getting in a car hey what about this chases. this is how this goes hey this is a hostile takeover give me your clients you, the listeners can't see I was pointing my finger like a gun yeah, when I said that and you you, you think that that would uh, that would make sense that, that that they were they're actually shooting at each other over these clients yeah I think the stakes are so high that's the thing about the show it understands stakes <laughs> they get it like when you know I know when something's important on the show you know they don't get mired down in the dumbass details of you know how a contract works yeah no they don't really they didn't really spend a lot of time on details normally at all really do. for this normally show. they go deep in that's what we like to know as us as fans we want to know is it going to be 30 million over 10 over three years is it going to be you know uh you know uh 70 over eight you know like how much per year are they making? How much of it's guaranteed? How many years is it for? How many years is it for? That's what we want to know as fans. What are these fictional characters gonna get paid? Yeah, there wasn't the really NFL? any contract talks in this episode. Well, that was because the big contract issue was whether or not um, Vernon Littlefield was gonna be released, and because um, he just got a new contract. And luckily, he he was not released. And they the, said the, that he would be yes, back. They, next he would year. be back because yeah, because they they thought he might have been because. It was a non-football injury, an and NFI. you you let out a, a sigh, like a loud sigh of relief, like you. It was almost like a whelp. It was like a yeah. Yeah, there was like kind of a high pitch. I was so excited for Vernon because there's one. There's one. If there's one character on the show that we keep rooting for every time, it's Vernon Littlefield. He has. That's your underdog kind of story. He's definitely or? the underdog of the show. You know, as one of the highest paid athletes that they feature, and he. I mean. There's there's just so much to like about that character and so many we understand his backstory. We as fans have a reason to like root and, for and him. His foot is injured. That was devastating. I don't know how he's gonna come back from it. He he screwed up his ACL. 
So they're gonna. So he might be out for a few months. But he'll be back probably in the he'll next be back. season. That's what they said. Within the season, yeah, he'll be back because he's he's they got the best medical guys on there. Um, it's just a shame that he's not gonna be able to play football for f- probably a few games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, he's not. It's not really really playing football though. It's a, right, but like I, I imagine like like they, they they most the shows mostly takes place during the off season. But I like to, I imagine that there's a whole show that could be made about just these guys playing football. Yeah, you would you would prefer to have this really follow them. I think they should this three hundred sixty five days a year. This show should be on all all the time. It should be on every day. I want it to be more like a reality show. Just like give me like what happened today, what happened tomorrow. I don't know. That that would that might be a little too much. I think because I I wasn't really like blown away by what I saw. All right. Well, I think that covers most of the plots. Oh, we didn't talk about Ricky Jarrett and uh, his his dad. That right. Yes, his dad. Well, we did. We covered it at the beginning. We said it was got really enough, the most emotional. They thing. got in kind of a fight, almost a scuffle. His dad has kind of a drinking problem. It looks like, or or an he's, anger issues. I don't, I don't know. He's just a hard partying, you know, you know, uh, black man. I could say, can I? That's just that's a fact. That's it not a true. judgment. That is true. Yeah. So you know, he obviously he abandoned his son, um, which is a problem in that community. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> Might be stepping over. It's no. Some it's, it's been right established now. that uh, we all know this. It's a it's a big problem. Because uh, all the men are, you know, they're. Um, let's just suffice it to say, not being good to their kids. <laughs> the family is the most important thing. If there's one thing I can stress about. And I think this lesson is embedded in Ballers too. Is that family and God, most important things. That's that's what you kind of took away from. The I episode? always yeah. I will get to morals in a second. I will. Um, but yeah, that so so, yeah. They were to fight and they were getting along at first, and then he was going to show him his the ropes. Right. What do you think about uh, what do you think about uh, Ricky Jarrett's dad? What's your take on him? Mine is that he's a. Uh, you know, a typical athlete. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, like I said, I, I don't. This is my only kind of chance to talk to him or mm-hmm. to see him talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seemed like he was, like I said, he had some kind of some anger issues. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he, he had no relationship with his with his son. Well, that going was, into this, that was the interesting thing is that they. Uh, he was a famous football player. He was he, a famous football player, and then but he didn't have a relationship with his son, and so his son had watched his dad play on TV, but knowing never, that that was his, or he, he knew it was know. his dad. Oh, but then he never knew him in real life, and and the father knew he had a son, but never. That's right. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then he became a famous football player too. That's right. And then so at the end of this episode, we see that it turns out the dad had kept a scrapbook of all of. The clippings, the press clippings from where right. Jarrett was coming up through his career. Yeah, and that's when you were just getting really. I was sad. I was in tears. I was, uh, you know, I went through all of these Denny's napkins, wiping the snot off of my face. Yeah. It was. I. This is one of the most emotional storylines I've ever seen. I can't believe that they they pulled it off so effortlessly. You know, um, it, it was just it was just a beautiful thing. And and again, the father son thing to me 
that's like a it's like a Jesus and and you know his son kind of thing. <laughs> you t- wow, you took it like a, a like a biblical kind of yeah. When Jesus is like hanging out with his son, is that what you, that's what you thought the, the writers kind of intended with what they were? Yeah, you know how Jesus had a kid, right? Did you just have a kid? He had a bunch. He had like 12. You mean the apostles? That's like, yeah, they're like his kids. (laughs) I don't think they're his kids. How else would you get those people to follow you around? I think it was more because he was like the Messiah. Well, I think about my dad. He was like, get in the car. And I was like, okay. Like, I had to hang out with my dad. (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe I'm mistaken about that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> excuse me. I'm joking on a <laughs> this Denny's coffee. Um, okay. Well, let's let let's let's talk a little bit on the lighter side. This that was a heavy moment. But what about jokes? What did, what, what was your favorite joke from the episode? Uh, so many great, so many great lines. I mean, if I'm if I'm being honest, I don't remember really any jokes. Hmm. I don't. Think that's there, weird. I don't think there was. That's weird that you wouldn't remember any. It's almost as if. Um, you weren't paying attention. No, I was. I was. I was watching. Yeah, I was sitting there next to you, right? Yeah, here in the booth. There's so many funny moments, though. What would you? I like, mean, I, you like, were laughing. You laughed. Like, a lot. what about when those when they were watching the TV and they were like, oh, Vernon was all worried about what was going to happen, and then the strippers came and they were like all naked and they were like showing their boobies and like shaking them around and dancing because they were just trying to make it feel good. But then Spencer came in and was like, is this really appropriate? And you're like, no, it's not. And that's why it was funny. <laughs> that was your favorite joke? It was one of, that was probably my, one of my favorite jokes. Yeah. I also liked when Jason got into the water. When they were out and in the, the boat, swamp, and, they yeah, left, and then he left them behind. That's right. So they were out on the out on the boat on a on sort of a fan boat in the swamp, and then Travis, the sort of he's sort of a I'm looking forward loose, to see what happens. Loose cannon, him. kind of. Yeah, this new character. He's a new football player. He's gonna go and he wants to go in the top five in the draft, which is unreasonable. Um, and then he sort of as to raz Jason, he sort of leaves him in the middle of the swamp, and Jason's kind of a city kid, so he can't. <laughs> He can't deal. He doesn't want to be there, but he does it because he's trying to prove that he's a good agent, and then he does, and it works out. See, I, I didn't think that was really funny I as much as I coming. thought it was uh, like really mean to do to somebody. I think that's a great thing. Like there's alligator. Like I don't know how he would have even found his way back well, realistically. Brian, I don't know if you know anything about pranks, but that's a classic prank and a prank is a joke so that's <laughs> leave someone in the everglades like miles out into the everglades that is to me funny because nothing happened to him he made they did make a joke about zika virus <laughs> <laughs> they did make a zika virus joke that's probably that you're right there was a joke there they did mention zika they I mentioned it and i've heard of that and therefore it's a joke it's very yeah they very current with their material you notice that he wasn't on camera when he said it so i wonder if they <laughs> recorded it after the fact not that i know how any of this works you know you don't think that they kind of saw it coming ahead of time they must have known they must have known <laughs> all right and then um we're only a few minutes left um what about morals what do you think the moral of this episode was if you had to take one lesson away uh 
I I mean again, I didn't really I didn't walk away from this with kind of any kind of moral uh I I, I didn't absorb any kind of moral. You don't think that I think it was full from of so the many story. Is there one thing that you could think you could learn like what do you think one of the characters learned like maybe like what did uh what did Charles Green learn, you know, that maybe uh can't always get what you want even if you're a baller? I don't know if if that's really a moral though, just because mm. he, what do you he got let go. That's not really like the moral of you can't always get what you want. You know, like you know what I mean. It's right. Just, what do you think? Is there like is there like something like that the show speaks to you? Like what is it? What, what are you taking away from the show? What's sort of the message of the show in general? Uh, I would I would think based on my what I've seen, there is there's not. There's no message. You're saying this is a vapid, empty show? That's I don't think that's. I mean, I was trying really hard to kind of like follow it. Yeah. And uh, it just didn't. Zero. Like I, I don't want to. I don't really want to watch any more of it. Oh. Or watch any of the other ones that I missed. Oh. Like as I said, like if I, if I watched them all, I would probably get more of what happened, but I don't want to do that. Right. Hold like on. I do not want to watch another episode. But if you don't watch another episode, how are you going to continue to be my co-host? I don't think I want to do that. Either. Are you serious? You're just, it's really weird how much you like this show. Brian, don't you want to hang out here in the Wendy's with me and just 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 wax nostalgic about you know the past episodes of Ballers that we've seen and just go do 100 episodes of the show? No. I don't want to do that. Like, I didn't know that it was going to be... I didn't know that we were going to be in a restaurant. Like, I felt very... I felt like it was weird for us to have the volume turned up so loud while other people are kind of trying to eat. It's Yeah, th- that dad with... The single dad with his kids, the, he didn't... There's a lot of... Yeah, there's a lot of kind of language in they that didn't, show. He was not a fan of it. He, we had to pause it for a second while that guy reamed us out a little bit. Um, so it's just like... I, I don't think... I mean... So you're quitting. Honestly, I, yeah. But I think also, I think you should also quit doing this. What? And just try and, like, you got to get rid of these notes. Get rid of this. What? There's my, like my papers? Binders. There's binders. Yeah, I'm keeping track what of. What could you possibly have? I've got backstory. I've got, I've got you know, ideas for fan fiction. This, this episode with Jason going on his little side adventure. I don't want, I don't want my, to do this. Okay. Brian, don't go. Don't leave me here at the Denny's. I'm going to go. I'm oh. going to I like Okay. You're you're a good guy, Mike. Thank you. But it's get it's weird. Yeah. Baller, you and ballers is weird. I so I just want to be part of the cultural conversation. Yeah. And I, I think, think you're missing the I mark think, with this one. <sighs> I think you are missing the mark uh, why walking out, buddy. You're going to regret this decision, and uh, you'll you'll see. I'll, I'll show. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go, though. Okay? Uh, okay. Right. Okay, bye. But you'll see that you're... You've, totally, man. You'll, you'll rue the day. He left the restaurant. Um, well, guess I uh, better gather up my things here um, before I... Sneak out the back door because I cannot afford to pay for those eight coffees that I've ordered over the last 36 hours. I need to go 
And so I will have to leave it there, folks. Uh, we'll see if we can find a new co-host for the next episode of Ballers Watchers. Thank you all for lifting, uh, listening. Um, and we'll tune in next week for another episode of Ballers Watchers. I'm not giving up on this thing. I won't. I refuse to. I have not much else uh, going on because this is uh, I've dedicated most of my life to this. So um, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll tune in next week. We'll find out what happens with Reggie and Vernon. That he's what? What are they going to do now that they're uh, they're injured but not playing? What? What? What will they even do? Why will we care about watching them? Uh, we'll find out next week. I'm sure. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.